Welcome in everybody to the very first podcast of Bobbing with Jaden, and this is your host Jaden Dixon. And I'm gonna jump right into it. Like I said, Jaden Dixon. I'm a junior slash senior here at Mississippi State, and yes, that's gonna be very confusing for people who don't know me. Junior, senior, pretty much before I uh, came to Mississippi State, I went to community college in Arkansas. And when I transferred here to MSU, I lost some credits in the process. And so I'm supposed to be a senior, but I'm classified as a junior technically. So that's why I say junior, senior. So I just got to do a little bit of catching up. But pretty much, yeah, um, I'm a junior, senior at Mississippi State. I'm majoring in communications with a concentration in broadcast and digital, digital journalism. And so I'm a communication major. I love to talk. Ask my friends, family. I'm a big talker. And what better way to talk and express my opinions and views than starting a podcast? And so that's where this came. The idea came up with why not start and start my own podcast. And one thing I'm very passionate about talking about is sports. That's what I would love to make a career out of myself is talking sports every single day, reporting on sports, writing on sports. And so mainly on this podcast, I'm going to be talking about sports, but for all my non-sports watchers i will be dabbling and talking about music movies current events because i am interested in a lot of different things outside of sports but mainly i will be focusing this podcast on sports but like i said i will talk about other things and for people who might find my voice annoying or might get tired of listening to the same person talk every single episode i'm going to be integrating different people throughout the podcast so it's always fresh with different opinions and not just mine every single week but yeah that's pretty much what vibing with Jaden is going to be like so let's get right into episode one episode one is going to focus on the nfl we're four weeks into the nfl season and when i'm recording this episode it's monday night the raiders are playing the chargers and so after that game, week four will be done and over with. And so we already got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of storylines. And one thing I want to address and talk about first is top five teams in the NFL. Everybody has their you know favorite teams. There's a lot of people, uh, media out there, people on Twitter releasing their who their top five teams are. You know, some people think the Cardinals are the best team because they're undefeated. People are going to still say the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, Raiders are undefeated at the moment. So there's a lot of different opinions out there. People got a lot of different their teams. And speaking of the Raiders being undefeated, Cardinals being undefeated, I'm just going to come out immediately first episode and list off my top five teams. And pretty much where I stand is I'm taking into account how the teams have played so far this year along with you know injuries to the roster who's on the roster currently because let's say a team like the Chiefs they're two and two they have not looked the greatest but are you really not going to include them in your top five list just because of the first four games of the year I, I think sometimes people focus too much on current things going on right now they haven't looked the greatest but in the long run down the line how are things going to turn out so that's kind of how I think I make these lists is what's going on right now injuries play a big factor into it scheduling plays a big factor into it and so right now there's two undefeated teams left you got the Raiders and you have the Cardinals and neither of them are my number one team in the NFL right now so my top five teams starting with five I'm gonna go with the Kansas City Chiefs 
They are 2-0, but they do have an impressive win against the Cleveland Browns. They have an impressive win against the Eagles, even though the Eagles are not the greatest team. And a little backstory, I'm a Philadelphia guy, Philadelphia sports fans, so Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, that's me. Anyways, get back to the point. Even though the Eagles are not a great team, the Chiefs dominated them um, pretty much all day Sunday. And so the Chiefs are 2-2. Two two. They're coming in at number 5 for me just because they got Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Offensive line is good. The reason they're coming in at 5 is because of the defense. Um, defense needs help. Um, they, they and That's pretty much where their losses have come from is on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Chargers were able to move the ball up and down the field on them, pulled out a big win. And so that's why they're number five for me, because their offense is going to carry them this throughout the season. They just need their defense to be a little bit better. I mean, they're third in yards per game, the third in points per game. It's just the defense side of the ball. And I feel like once they, a couple more games under their belt, um, coming together, they'll, they'll figure it out and they'll be an average defense. And you can be the best team in the NFL with an average defense and the great and the best offense. And I think that's eventually how it's going to turn out. And so number four, I got the Los Angeles Rams. They're three and one. Impressive wins against the Bucks, Colts, Bears. That first uh, Monday night game against the Bears. Oh my goodness, they came out firing. They looked great, and they got playmakers all up and down their rosters from Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Deshaun Jackson, Tyler Higby's a threat. They got Aaron Donald on defense. They got Jalen Ramsey on defense. They got they got playmakers all throughout their roster. They're 7th in points, 11th in yards per game, and they're a solid football team. Granted, the week 4 against the Cardinals, they did not look too hot. You're going to have games like that throughout the season, especially early, so it's better to get these games out of the way early than later. So they're coming at number 4 just because of all the playmakers on their roster. They're 3-1. and one. They look like they're going to be a, a, an NFC favorite, Super Bowl favorite, coming at number 4. Number 3, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you have Tom Brady on your roster, you're probably going to be in my top five list. And they're three and one. They got impressive wins against the Patriots on the road and a bad weather. And then the Cowboys opening night. Cowboys look like they're going to be good. They're going to be a threat. They pulled out a week one victory over against them. And they're another team where their offense is loaded with talent. Brady, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, O.J. Howard, Rob Gronkowski. It's their defense that needs work. Their run defense doesn't need work. It's their back end. It's their secondary that's going to need work because currently they're pulling dudes off of the street from Kroger, from Walmart. So your local grocery bagger could be bagging your groceries on Wednesday and starting for the Buccaneers on Sunday. That's just how it is. They're definitely going to need to fix that up. But they're seventh in points per game or yards per game, and they're third in points per game. So they're a solid football team that just need to shore up their back end. And a lot of it has to do with the injuries on the roster right now. So I feel like once the injuries are taken care of, they start getting healthier, they'll be solid, and they'll be fighting for that number one spot uh, for the best team in the NFL. Number two, I can't leave out the Arizona Cardinals. They're 4-0. They got impressive wins against the Titans, Rams, and Vikings. And their offense and defense both look spectacular. They're second in yards per game, and they're first in points. And they look impressive. Kyler Murray look like, looks like an MVP candidate. They have a good running back duo and James Conner, Chase Edwards. And you got DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. But let's talk about a little resurgence of A.J. Green now. He's got two touchdowns on the year. 
Um, he's been healthy so far to start the year. And, you know, if he if he's anything like his old self, that just adds to their loaded offense already. Cleve Kingsbury is a great um, play caller. And it's their defense that's really impressive me, you know, because last year the Cardinals showed how good their offense can be. It was their defense. And so this year you combine it, it, it it's so far it's show, it's it's coming to fruition. They're 4-0. They got Chandler Jones. They got J.J. Watt, Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, Byron Murphy. They got a lot of guys on their defense. Jordan Hicks is still playing solid football. Um in their linebacking core and so these this defense keeps coming together this is going to be a very scary team like I said they knocked off the Rams yesterday their week one dominating the Titans shutting down Derrick Henry it was it was it, it was a statement win week one right off the bat letting everybody know that they're for real so they're my number two team no no, no my number five uh number one team excuse me is the Buffalo Bills I mean, the last two games, they've outscored their opponents 75-0, to and their defense is just spectacular. They're only giving up 11 points a game, and they're, and they're second in points uh, per game, sixth in, yard, sixth in yards per game, and yeah, you know, granted the Dolphins and Texans aren't the greatest teams, but they've outscored them 75-0. to They are dominating them. Josh Allen is spectacular. Stephon Diggs is spectacular. Emmanuel Sanders looks like he's having a bounce back year. They got Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. They're, and like I said, their defense is, is good, great, best in the league. I mean, come on. They're giving up 11 points per game. 11 points per game. That's a touchdown and a field goal, basically a game. And then, you know, they're putting up 75 points over a two-week span. Like, they can they can shut you down and they can light you up. And that's why they're my number one team through four weeks in the NFL. Uh, they have a big test coming up week five against the Kansas City Chiefs. But the first four games, they've dominated opponents. Week one, they should have won. They should have beaten the Steelers, but, you know, you don't account for a block punt on a special teams, and that's pretty much what separated uh, them from the Steelers week one. But, yeah, and then after that dominating performance against the Washington football team, and then, like I said, the last two weeks outscoring opponents 75-0, that's, that's to me, that's eye-opening. That's a statement right there. You know, we're going to shut you down, going to run the ball down your throat, we're going to throw it over the top of you guys, and then when you get the ball on offense – you gotta, you're gonna have to match what we do on, on offense because if you're not putting up points and we're shutting you down, there's no way you can hang with us. And so pretty much those are my top five teams. That's gonna segue into my next point on the contenders and pretenders so far through four weeks of the season. And my, all my top five, every, all the teams in my top five, Bills, Cardinals, Bucks, Rams, Chiefs, I got them as contenders. It's these other borderline teams like the Browns, Chargers, Cowboys, you know, the Broncos and Panthers are 3-1, Raiders are undefeated, Ravens, Bengals 3-1. It's these other teams that have question marks. And so of the teams I've listed, my contender, my remaining contenders outside of my top five are the Browns, Chargers, Cowboys. Browns, they're able to run the ball down your throat and then hit you deep. They're gonna run it, run it, run it. Play action, deep pass, and that's just and it's their bread and butter, and it's and it and it's working. It worked last year, led them to the playoffs for the first time in forever, and then this year it's so far three and one. It's working for them again. Two-headed monster and Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, and then they got playmakers 
on the outside, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., and their defense is much improved. Miles Garrett is a beast. They went out and got guys like Jadavion Clowney, John Johnson III, and so their, their defense is up and coming. It's mainly going to fall on Baker Mayfield and what he can do. He's just got to be consistent, not turn the ball over, and they're going to be a dangerous team. The Chargers really like what I'm seeing from Justin Herbert. They got playmakers all up and down the field as well. Keenan Allen, Jared Cook, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. You know, offensive line is improving. If their offensive line can block for Herbert, they're going to be in a lot of football games, and they're going to win a lot of football games because on defense, they got playmakers also. Derwin James, Chris Harris, Kenneth Murray, Joey Bosa. They got studs on defense too. So that defense keeps improving. They're going to win a lot of football games just because their offense is so dominant. And then the Cowboys, I hate to say it being an Eagles fan, but they look good. They look really good. Week one, they put up a heck of a fight against the Buccaneers. And they've had some statement wins against the Panthers, against the Eagles on Monday night. And they can hurt you multiple ways, running the ball, throwing the ball. And they might have the best offensive elite in the league. Uh, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Michael Gallup when he gets back, Zeke, Tony Pollard, the offensive line just needs to remain healthy and average play. Dak Prescott's making all the right reads, leading the league in completion percentage, I think, right now. He's just, he he's a stud. I got to give it to him. And they're, they're taking the ball away on defense, too. Trayvon Diggs looks legit. Michael Parsons looks legit, whether it's linebacker, defensive end. They look legit and they look scary because if they're putting points on the board and then they're taking the ball away, it's going to be tough to beat that team. But now let's get into some of these pretenders. A lot of people early in the season, oh my gosh, the Broncos are undefeated. The Panthers are undefeated. Cut me a break. The Broncos' first three games were against terrible teams. Terrible teams. They played the Jaguars, the, the Jets, the Dolphins, uh, they they played a lot of they played a lot of bad teams, and when you play bad teams with an average roster, you're gonna look good. And their first real test against the Baltimore Ravens, they got smacked. Um, they're whining about you know the Ravens running the ball with three seconds left on the clock. I mean, whine all you want, you'll be whining when you miss out on the playoffs again. I'm just not buying it. I don't think their QB play is gonna be good enough for them to make it to the playoffs. Um, I just don't see them stacking up well against better teams that aren't the Jets every week. And the Panthers, another team, they got, you know, a, a real test against the Cowboys. Fell flat on their face. I got to see a little bit more from Sam Darnold. He looks great. Don't get me wrong. He looks great so far. But against better defenses, you know, how's he going to look? Uh, Christian McCaffrey, his health remains a big question. He's injured again to start this season after being injury-plagued last year. Taking hits on defense already to J.C. Horn. Uh, just I'm just not buying the Panthers against tougher teams, and they're going to need to beat those teams if they want to make it to the playoffs. Another team that currently undefeated, everybody's riding high on, is the Raiders. I just do not trust John Gruden at all. I love Derek Carr. I love Darren Waller. I just don't trust John Gruden. As simple as that. They were hot last year to start the season, and they finished 500. That, that's just that's how the Raiders are. They they get on these highs, and then they get on these really bad lows. And I think it's going to be one of those seasons again. You're going to catch a high for a couple weeks, then you're going to catch a low for a couple weeks. I mean, I want to believe in them, but I just don't believe John Gruden as a coach. Another team that's tricky to evaluate is the Bengals. They're 3-1, but they really haven't played the best of teams 
I need to see a little bit more consistent from Joe Burrow, and I just don't think their offensive line is going to be able to hold up throughout the whole year for them to compete and make it to the playoffs. I, I just don't see it happening. So that's why I think they're a couple years away. You know, maybe maybe next year. I just think I just don't think they're ready to to build on a three on a three and one start to the season and make a playoff run. I just don't see it. And this might be the hardest team to evaluate, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. What are they? Who are they? What's the identity? Because they took hits to the running back depth to start the year. And they've been shuffling running backs, you know, Tyshawn Williams, Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell. And then their defense, you know, at times has not looked the greatest. You know, they've been gashed, you know, whether that be the Raiders or the Chiefs. They, they Defense has hurt them more than they helped them so far this year. And so I just, it's a tough team to evaluate just because you also don't know what you're going to get from Lamar, the thrower, week-to-week basis. I'm not talking about the runner. I'm talking about Lamar, the thrower. I still do not think he has proven to be a consistent thrower of the football to put the team on his back and win very big games in very big moments. The Chiefs win was big, but it's early in the season. I'm talking week 14, week 15, when you're fighting for a playoff spot, and you're not able to run the ball, can he put the team on his back and make the big-time throws to win big-time games? I'm not there with the, with Lamar yet. Um, he's still a very good quarterback, but I'm just not there with him yet as a thrower where I can be like, pencil the Ravens in, making a deep playoff run. I'm not buying it. And so with that, I want to segue into the rookie quarterbacks because there's a lot to make of their start of their season so far. It's so far this rookie class has not impressed at all. At all. Matter of fact, the first five quarterbacks taken in the draft, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, they've thrown more interceptions than touchdowns combined, all five of them. That is not a stat I want to read when I'm evaluating rookie quarterbacks in this class especially. Granted, you know, some of these teams are not good, like the Jaguars and Jets, but that still does not make up for their play, because at times, it's really hard to see the potential in some of these quarterbacks in some of the stretches during the games. Like I said, there'll be a stretch here where you're like, oh, wow, okay, and then there'll be stretches like, oh, really? You made that read? And so, it's hard to evaluate these quarterbacks, but, and who to trust in the long run, because Trevor Lawrence supposedly best prospects since Andrew Luck. He's 28th in yards with 873 and he's got a five, he's got a 5 to 7 touchdown to interception ratio, 57% completion, 66 rating. Those aren't numbers to really get behind. Zach Wilson, he's been even worse. A little bit more yards, 23rd in yards, but 4 to 8 touchdown interception rate, 56 completion, 62 rating. That game against the Patriots was really, really rough for him. Uh, big, big bounce back against the Titans, but the Titans' defense is not that great either. I just—he's looked a little bit worse than Lawrence in my eyes. Trey Lance hasn't even played enough to really evaluate. Justin Fields—it's a mixture of bad play and terrible play calling for him. He's got only 347 yards. One and one in two starts, but he's got no touchdowns, two picks, and he's got a 48% completion percentage. That's not going to cut in this league at all. 
at all. Mac Jones has looked the consistent of all the quarterbacks. He's got over 1,000 yards, four touchdowns, four interceptions, 70% completion percentage, and 84 rating. But at the same time, it's a lot of checkdowns. They're not really opening the playbook for him to take shots. So that's really him being protected by the system. Whereas guys like Wilson and Lawrence are doing a little bit more in their system and you know their playbook's a little bit more open for them. And so out of these five quarterbacks, if you had to ask me, Jaden, who you putting money on to be the better quarterback in the future, the best quarterback in the future, and I'm thinking, you know, how they look now, the potential they have coming into this season, and the team they're on with management roster wise, I think the best quarterback in this draft will be Trey Lance just because of his potential as a thrower and a runner. He's going to be the only quarterback outside of Justin Fields to really learn from another quarterback. And I think that's going to benefit him. It's going to save him not being thrown in there so early, especially after his shortened season because of COVID coming out of North Dakota State. But I just trust their management more. I trust Kyle Shanahan as a coach, John Lynch as a GM, and they already have weapons there. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, you know, they're always going to have a run game, whether it's, you know, by committee or with a solid back. And I just trust their management to put a team around him more than any of these quarterbacks. So if I had to bet on a quarterback, I'm betting on Trey Lance just because of the management, the coaching and his potential. He was a top three pick for a reason. Throwing that all together, that's why I'm buying his stock over all these other quarterbacks. Granted, I'm going to have to see him play eventually, and that will tell, that'll do all the talking. But for the meantime, just speculating on everything I just said, considering all that, that's who I'm rolling with. That's who I think will be the best quarterback uh, out of this draft class. And so that's really going to wrap up episode one of Vibing with Jaden. I just wanted to throw up a quick NFL uh, recap through the first four weeks in there get to talking to you guys kind of give you guys a rundown of what shows are going to look like and like i said i'm gonna have guests on throughout you know my podcast throughout my podcast all my episodes gonna get some people new people on their different voices different opinions so yeah that's just episode one bear with me guys as i continue to you know up the production and the quality of these episodes so yeah this is gonna be episode one And I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.